When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we're going to focus on how do you become more goal-oriented? So you may be listening to me for the last few episodes and you're like, Lindsay, I get it. I understand what you're saying. I hear you about the goals, but I've never actually been a goals person. I don't know what it really takes to be in that mindset. I don't really know how to become goal oriented. Not to fear, I understand. And we're going to talk more about that in this episode on shifting our mindset to becoming more of this goals-oriented individual, okay? So first and foremost, I want to share with you that I was not always a goal-oriented person. Shocker. (laughs) Now, I've been a goal-oriented person for a long time, but I wasn't always that goal-oriented person. So I can empathize with you if you say, you know, hey, that's not really ever been my thing. I just... You know, I get it, but I just kind of live my life and do what I do and call it a day. And I used to be like that too, where I would just do whatever I was doing. I was not in tune with myself. I was not focused on myself. And honestly, I was just kind of out of body like out of my mind, out of my sense of self. I didn't even have a sense of self. And I was just kind of living my life without structure, just doing what I was doing, but feeling the pressure of the structure that was around me, say from like classes or, you know, work or whatever. And I just kind of morphed into being this person that just did whatever I needed to do to get the job done and then just go and veg or have fun somewhere else, right? So that's kind of how I was. And that was me more so in the beginning of college. Um, I didn't really have a sense of like goals or anything like that. That just wasn't my thing. I get it. Now, what happened? What was the shift? What changed me into becoming a goal-oriented person? (laughs) What changed me was the fact that because I was not goal-oriented, because I was not setting expectations and standards for myself, my life reflected that. My life reflected that. And when it came to college, my first year, my GPA was so low that I received a letter that said, if you don't raise this GPA, you're going on probation. And if you don't raise it after that, 
then you're going to get kicked out of school. And I was like, oh my gosh. And for me, that just was not worth it. Like whatever system that I was on, whatever I was doing, whatever, it was not worth it. It was not worth the humiliation to say, oh, I flunked out of college. That was not going to be me. That was not going to be me. I had worked way too hard to put time into myself to say, you know, I'm going to college and I'm going to make, you know, my life work for me. So for me, I was like, whoa, we're not doing that. Two, what was my other alternative? To go to college for a year, not learn any of the skills I needed to learn, waste all this money that I'm going in debt for, quite honestly, and then what, go to work? immediately because I was an adult. How was I going to support myself? So, uh uh-uh, that was the next strike. So for me, there was just way too much for me to lose in that moment that I was like, no, it's just not worth it. I will do whatever I need to do to fix that situation. And from there, I had nothing short of a 3.5 GPA every year of college. And my last semester had a 4.0. So You can absolutely shift your mind, but sometimes there has to be something that will tell you this is what your life is going to look like if you don't get yourself in check. None of this, it'll happen when it happens. Everything happens at a time. Don't worry. It's all going to work out. It works out when you put in the work, right? It works out when you put yourself in the equation. Things don't work out because they just are supposed to. You have to add a little pressure. You have to influence the direction. You have to put yourself in the present and you have to move it along. So I think a lot of times... There's this narrative of, oh, everything will just be fine. Don't put pressure on yourself. Don't worry. It's all going to work out. And it's like, ma'am, I don't think you understand. I'm about to flunk out of college right now. I need some pressure on myself. Pressure makes diamonds, right? Now, this doesn't mean that you're so hard on yourself that you're just, you know, for no reason or for like the smallest little crumb of detail of like, you just want to be perfect. Now that's, different. But to take care of what you want in life, this this is the same thing that goes for relationships. And I see this happening because a lot of times we don't set goals that are related to relationships because we set goals that are related to tangible things like money or work or whatever. It's hard to track a goal for a relationship, right? But you can in a sense where maybe you have goals within the umbrella of a healthy relationship. This could be going to therapy to get a better understanding of yourself so we're not having unhealthy behaviors and relationships. Learning more on how people work. Learning more about psychology to help you understand the minds of others so that you can be able to relate to people 
better. This can be a goal to get out and meet new people. Push yourself out of your comfort zone to go to somewhere new. And it doesn't matter if you're by yourself or not. Just put yourself in those positions so that you can be able to meet new people and attract new things. I had to do this. I got to this space where one of my really amazing friends and coworkers moved away. I had no other friends. I had no other friends that were around me. And I was like, you know, just staying in the house, watching movies, just not doing anything. And I recognized that that was a problem. If I kept this idea or mindset that, oh yeah, well, you'll meet people and limiting yourself and where you would meet people, like thinking of this fantasy that you're going to go to the grocery store and just meet people. No, that doesn't work. You need to put yourself in situations where people are more likely to socialize. Get out, do things, say hi, right? Set goals to say, okay, this month we're going to say hi to like five people that we don't know. We're going to compliment people that we don't know. We're going to start conversations with people. Practice communicating. So set a communications goal, you know, something. And I find that the people that are most unsuccessful with relationships, they have the mindset, me too included, I've been here, trust me, everything that I say, I'm saying it to myself in some phase of my life or conditioning. I've seen so many people that are saying the same exact thing about relationships And I know this conversation and this episode is not about relationships. And you're like, Lindsay, what the hell? I said I wanted to become goal-oriented. Work with me here. Okay. So I'll see so many people that will say different memes or whatever, quotes about relationships. And it's the same thing. How they want to be in relationships. How relationships don't work out. Whatever. It's the same thing they've been saying for years. That's a clear indication that you're not focused in growing yourself in some way in this area of your life. So set goals in those areas of your life because no one's going to magically come up and say, hey, you know what? I just wanted to meet you and go on a date. They might do that if you do all the things that you need to do to put yourself in that situation. (laughs) So That is a part of becoming goal-oriented. It's not just thinking so freely about everything, but becoming conscious of what it is you want and making sure you're doing whatever is necessary to get there. If you are too relaxed on yourself and you're just letting life pass you by, years and years and years pass by. Nothing's changing. Nothing's changing because you're not changing. That's how it works. When you change, your life changes, your world changes, your environment changes, but you have to change first. So we have to set some targets in what that is of what you want to change. So if you're satisfied, if you're comfortable, if you don't feel the need to change, if you feel like all the umbrellas of your life, money, career, relationship, fitness or body or appearance, spiritual, family. If you feel all of these areas are satisfactory 
and you're good and you're happy, then this is not really going to be a focus for you. But if there's an area of your life that you're unhappy with, the best approach is going to become to set some targets in those areas of what it is you want. Those targets are called goals. Now, I think that it's very important and healthy to create relationships with the goals in a healthy way. For instance, this hit me recently. I was so focused on wanting to get in shape, all right, like wanting to really get in the best shape of my life and to get fit and all this stuff to look good in my clothes. And I went to make a vision board. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make this vision board. Let me look at some examples of different, you know, body types. And I was like typing in there and I was like, you know, none of these are me. None of these are my body. None of them will ever be my body. And I'm not saying that, oh, I can't achieve the body I want, but these are other people's bodies and their results are their results for the way their genetic makeup is designed, right? And so for me, while it was good inspiration to see how someone's body can transform and appear, while that was inspirational, it really wasn't enough. I wasn't connected to that. I wasn't connected to seeing a bunch of pictures of other women's bodies. Like that didn't do anything for me. Thinking to myself, oh, I just want to look good in my clothes. That wasn't enough for me because then I would just find clothes that just fit me currently better. So that wasn't enough. Even though I was saying that was a reason, that wasn't a good reason. Or saying, oh, I want to be more attractive. Well, if I'm receiving feedback or attention and people are already saying, oh, you're attractive, then that's not motivating. And let's say, for instance, people may say that, but I know it deep inside that those opinions don't really mean that much to me. They're great to hear, but they don't really feed me in that way. So I was like, okay, so this is probably why I'm not actually making progress in this area. So I had to take a step back because I looked at myself from over the last five years and my body pretty much still looks the same. There's some times where I'm a little bit more focused and I get a little bit in shape and then I fall off or whatever. But for the most part, in the last five years, my body still looked the same. My skin on my body still looked the same. The shape, the areas that I was unhappy with still looked the same. And that bothered me. And I was like, I didn't change in this area of my life. And I was looking at myself in a critical view. And that's when I realized that for me, my goal really became more encouraging when I said, I want to reconnect with my body. I want to feel my body. I want to feel strong. I want to know what that feels like to feel really strong, to encourage that strength within my body. I want to know what it feels like to feel more sensitive in my body within that to be more sensitive, to feel softer, to feel present, to feel sensual in my body. What does that take for me to get there? Boom. 
That was a change for me. That was a switch for me. It takes time to really figure out your goal. You can tell yourself, well, I want this because I want that and I want that. But when you really get into it and you're saying, well, these are all the reasons why and it's still not budging, it's still not motivating, that means that's not the real goal. That's not the real motivator. So for me, actually reconnecting with my body, feeling life through my body, that is the goal for me. So that's some of the way that you can become more goal-oriented is not setting these goals because other people are setting goals or because maybe that's a big part of developing yourself or because you read books and people are saying goals, goals, goals. No, becoming goal-oriented means that if there's anything you want to improve in your life, know that you carry that power and capability to completely change it. You can change whatever it is that you want in your life. And you do that by setting it first in your mind, getting clear on what you want, setting the targets for yourself, and start to have fun and try and learn and relearn and unlearn what it takes to achieve that. The first time you accomplish one goal, you'll never stop. It is something that just lights a fire in you. So start small. If this is new to you, if being goal-oriented is something totally new, start so, so small. Really small. I mean, like crumb size small. Okay, let's say you want to start writing a book. Take a notebook out and put a pen next to it. Boom. That's your goal for the day. You might laugh and say, oh oh my gosh, really? Sometimes when you're so new to setting goals, you have to take really, really, really small steps. Another good series to listen to from this podcast on goals is going to be Power Up Your Productivity. That's a really good series that I'm not sure a lot of people have listened to because it's going to really help you to focus on being more productive if productivity plays a role into your goals, if it's not something that's like, you know, relationships or whatever. But if you have a productivity goal, definitely check out that series. I think it'll be really helpful for you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I so, so appreciate you. Of course, we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for listening. This is Heart Blend Podcast.